Welcome to Sweaty as Fuck. Hi, I'm Joey, functional nutritionist. And hi, I'm Lucy, sports injury and lymphatic drainage specialist. We are here getting our sweat on in the sunlight and infrared sauna at the Fit Partnership, which is a gym and longevity studio in Wimbledon, southwest London. We are talking all things biohacking, but no nonsense, just easy to understand conversations and tips about what we and others in our community are doing to optimise health to live longer and better. Hi, welcome to Sweaty AF. We are on episode nine this week and we're talking about positive relationships and the benefit for our health and longevity. But before we get into it, let's just talk about the biohack of the week last week, which was to do with breath work. How did you, did you do anything on this, Lucy? Or? I've really tried. I have yeah. to say, after the um, breath work workshop that we yeah. had, Breathwork workshop. <laughs> it's a lot. And I'm trying to be thoughtful with my speak, with my breathing. It's quite hard to not sound, you know, like you've a speech impediment <laughs> when you're thoughtful with your breath while you're speaking. Yeah. It, it really is. But I have been trying. Um, I do a bit of box breathing. Um. <laughs> Your stomach. I'm, I'm still fasted. Are you serious? No, it's one o'clock oh, and I'm no. still fasted. <laughs> My stomach is going nuts. <laughs> um, I, I did do a little bit of breathing this week. I had a um, very stressful situation this week. Um, and so we did, and I did this with my kids as well. So I think it's a nice little thing to have in the toolbox, isn't it? Maybe you don't necessarily using it all the time, but it's nice to have there if you need it. Yeah, no, I think it, the more you can implement it, the do you think it is a, a great biohack, actually? Yeah. So this week we <coughs> are talking about positive relationships, and I've seen, I know I've seen a lot on Instagram about this, this being the biggest biohack of them all, the biggest... Mm-hmm. Uh, most important thing for our longevity and um, I think you're gonna have a talk about it first and then we're gonna talk about our maybe our own experiences sure so um, there was a study done by Harvard which concluded that positive relationships do extend our longevity and increase our health so we all love family gatherings getting together with friends and occasions I love a wedding do you love a wedding oh, God. not my own <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> sorry, sorry ex-husband I didn't particularly love that just because I found that overwhelming but I love going to yeah, I parties and definitely weddings. parties I'm not sure about weddings oh I love a wedding I fancy frock yeah this is true I'm, I'm here <clears throat> I don't know. maybe I'm a little bit cynical but <laughs> I prefer a party <laughs> to a wedding <laughs> a wedding is a party Joey celebrating the love of two people <laughs> Um, anyway, I love a wedding. Um, haven't been to one for a while, so you know. Hurry up, people. Invites welcome. <laughs> no, not we do a comedy <laughs> sketch. <laughs> yeah. Not from straight. We don't want inviting to yours if we don't know you. <laughs> um, so social connections like these not only give us pleasure, definitely. Yeah. Um, they also influence our. <laughs> Our long-term health in ways every bit as powerful as adequate sleep, a good diet, and not smoking, bizarrely enough. Wow. Um, 
dozens of studies have shown that people who have social support from family, friends and their community are happier and have fewer health problems and do live longer. Conversely, uh, a relative lack of social ties is associated with depression. I can understand that. Yeah. I feel miserable. Yeah. I love being yeah. around people. Being isolated, right? It's really depressing. Well, really lockdown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's been very hard for a lot of people. I was living with my ex-husband, so... Yeah. <laughs> That was fun. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, I love being around people, so I can completely um, get that. And this um, is the thing with elderly people, isn't it, as yeah. well? Like, when they get really um, isolated, they become more vulnerable, and that's when they get more sick, right? Because you oh, don't have true. that connection. We should, we should give that to the community. That's yeah. what I just thought, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I've not thought about that. <laughs> um, I feel like this might be a bit of a sad episode. No, because we love socialising. Yeah. <laughs> um so it, it has been associated with depression, a, a lack of social ties, and later life cognitive decline. Yeah. So yeah, like you yeah, yeah. said, um, as well as with increased mortality. So one study which examined data from more than 309,000 people found that the lack of strong relationships increased the risk of premature death from all causes by 50%. Wow. Jeez, this is a Harvard study. That's so, you crazy. Know, so, yeah. That's crazy sad, though. Super sad. Um, an effect on mortality risk roughly comparable to smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. Well, so, what is that, what, is that saying you can go and smoke 15 cigarettes <laughs> you're a on day? Your own. <laughs> no. Oh. And have friendships and you will oh, have Oh, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Don't do no, that. No, don't. don't. Let's do not that. do that. Um, and greater than obesity and physical inactivity. Wow. Wow. Wowzers. Um, I can under, I, I, I yeah. can get that. Your brain would really well. You kind impaired. of give up a bit, don't you? I guess it's like also like I always think like cooking for one person is mm. so much harder than cooking. I don't. So the weekends I don't have my kids. I eat out or with friends. Yeah, that's I what I mean. So you cook. just you don't bother, right? No. So if you were permanently on your own, yeah. it must be hard to get the motivation to cook for yourself. Yeah. Feel like a little like I feel uh, a bit sad now. I've, I've, I've <laughs> lost in my neighborhood now. My, I've lost my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. But that's why we're here, isn't it? And that's why it is. I think, I think obviously, you know, uh, a lot of people have got good family circles and friendship circles, but then there's also this opportunity to go to places like a gym or a club yeah. where you can meet people who have similar <clears throat> interests to you. Um, and that then kind of you can reignite those positive relationships. Yeah, and definitely your your endorphins and dopamine yeah. levels yeah. Will, will increase. We were just talking, so I was talking about last year when I was suffering from anxiety and, and coming in here. Yeah. The social network we have here definitely helped. If I'd have been going home every day, yeah, feeling anxious and going home to myself after I dropped the kids off, I, I, yeah, it wouldn't have been good for, for my health or my mental health. Yeah, I agree. So I can, I, yeah. Oh. I often, well, whilst we're on a de- Debbie, <coughs> Debbie Downer. Deb! Deb. <laughs> Sorry, Debs. Um, I, you know, I've had a very hard week last week. Mm-hmm. And um, actually coming in here and seeing people in my community and, like, going and seeing my friends made such a massive difference to my mood yeah i literally went home so much more lifted you know i spent a long time chatting to louisa in the leggings (laughs) 
and I felt so much better after yeah and it is just it's that connection and and although they hadn't been through what I'd been through it was just having somebody there to talk to and to listen and then also to make some jokes and lift you up right yeah um whereas I know if I'd been at home on my own I would not have felt like that so I get this yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, easily and I think probably when you're already in that it's very hard to get out of it and take those initial first steps whereas if you you know you have a community there it was easy for me to come here or to call a friend but I imagine maybe if you are a bit more isolated it's probably harder to make that initial yeah that initial step I feel like we need to set up some kind of Sweaty kind of AF, like, some um, kind of like group. friendship group. <laughs> yeah. Come join Fit. You We've got a great <laughs> friendship group. Here. Just have to be a bit strange sense of humour if you want, but you fun, everybody's fun, welcome. Fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not strange, funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're still listening, you must think we are. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> um, it can also so healthy relationships. Did you know this can strengthen your immune system? and help to recover you recover from uh, help you recover from disease really yeah yeah maybe that's why people you have so many visitors in maybe the hospitals should open up their visiting hours a little bit more then that's crazy isn't it yeah i suppose it is that feeling of if your mood is lifted then you just you get that feeling of wellness maybe and then it gives you maybe you maybe you're a bit less stressed if you're feeling happy you're interacting with people then there's less inflammation and things less cortisol yeah yes yeah um social connection generates a positive feedback loop of social emotional and physical well-being yeah it it just goes to show that everything is connected yeah mind body soul fully connected um i think yeah, loneliness can have a dramatic consequence on your health. I mean, loneliness must be... Well, yeah. we all know, because lockdown yeah, yeah. was just lonely. Was. Even if you were living with someone, yeah. being cut off from your friendship circle... Yeah. Oh, God, I struggled. Well, yeah. we know I drank an awful lot throughout lockdown while on Zoom to, to my best friends. Actually, even I started drinking during lockdown, and like everybody knows, I'm not yeah, really I'm, a big drinker. Yeah, same. Well, um, I definitely know you're not. She but <laughs> managed one before. <laughs> I was we went out last week, that? and I had one apérol, and I was away. on the floor. Away. I was having the best time of my life. <laughs> I don't metabolize alcohol very well. No. It's like it's I a just, gift. Yeah, is it? <laughs> I feel it's not. <laughs> really the opposite of it okay it's a gift if you're my date it's a gift because i'm very like very cheap, I'm very cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um but no i i mm. i get that it must um it must be kind of hard to pull yourself out of that situation of feeling lonely and then you maybe then get sort of bad habits i suppose when you've got a community to to do things with or a family to like I was saying just even things like cooking mm-hmm. um it's a purpose isn't it yeah I think the science behind it is is with loneliness or well, some of the science behind it, it it elevates your blood pressure your sleep patterns are disturbed yeah. um cortisol is higher yeah so all of these would negatively affect your 
your and we don't want cortisol to be high all the time we do it in certain stressful like the fight or flight flight. the cold therapy hot therapy fasting here all of those things are good because it builds your resilience but you don't want high stress hormone all the time that's when you that's when it depletes you right yeah well stress ages you yeah it's just it's the same for a reason isn't it and um yeah well, so, I said to you this on the, over text when we were coming in here, I said I feel 10 years older this week after my stressful stress, event. And yeah. it's just that, it's, that was quite literally how I was feeling. Feeling, yeah. Because it I does feel mess 10 years with older your after our night out last week. <laughs> I've been ill since. <laughs> I do not know what that was about. I, unlike Joey, can handle my alcohol. Clearly, I was drinking hers as well. Oh, God. I'm like a two to one. It's like, I'll do one, everybody else does two. That's how I balance it out. Yeah. I, I'm half your height. <laughs> I don't feel... There's something wrong with that equation. <laughs> I don't get enough practice. This is my problem. Maybe well, I need to go out more with I, my friends. I don't so. either. But the constitution <laughs> is clearly there. Um, so, many studies have been... Um, there have been many studies which w- show that older people who remain connected with others and have strong relationships are likely to have a much better quality of life, be more satisfied with their life and have a lower risk of dementia. And I can understand mm, that. Yeah, so I if can, your yeah. brain's constantly functioning socially. Yeah. Um, and I suppose it's just the thing of having someone else to talk to, right? Because if you're not talking to somebody in the day or in the evening, then you're not using your... You're not using your brain, no, are you? No. Mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that actually. I was like, yeah, what am I going to be mushrooms. using when I'm older? Mushrooms. And definitely. magnesium. Right. Yeah. Just. <laughs> God, actually, I do worry because my, my memory's not great. I don't know where we're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, t- um, it's not just the elderly that are at risk. So, teenagers no. and people in their 20s are also at risk when they're isolated oh my children struggled mm. my particularly my eldest yeah during lockdown yeah um, i think lockdown for the kid for that age was hard wasn't really it? really hard for for, for everybody but yeah. the t- my little one was fine but teenagers uh, what a time to cut them off from yeah. living their their life um also you know they're they've obviously got hormonal imbalances going on they're very angsty yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. physiological <laughs> changes going on and it's like you need I think also that's you need that support group and I I think I kind of feel like it's almost coming round again like with our age like in your 40s and your 50s again you've got those hormonal changes yeah. and you feel like you need to you want to share these experiences with people talk about it and you almost need a support for that as well but yeah, particularly yeah, for women in like their forties. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. You love yes. it now, isn't it? Yeah. It's been. You but know, if you think now, I think we're kind of probably more privileged now, whereas it is being talked about. It is open, but I mean, I think even like five, ten years ago, it wasn't being talked about. It was like quite a shameful thing almost. And it's like you know how isolating must that have been? So I think the more open we can be about things that we've got going on in our life with our peers with our friends then the more people connect um and again I would say community back to my horribleness of last week 
when something really tragic mm. happens you really feel the absolute love of the community, of the community. Yeah. and it was like um, overwhelming how everybody oh. came together yeah. and I think that's when you really feel quite privileged to be part of a group of people or a community yeah. and it was so overlapping over my different, various different communities mm. um, but I think that's when that's when you realise you really need those you need those people and being around people who have been through a similar experience was very cathartic and very healing and so yeah i i really get it this week that this is so important so important um yeah i i was just taking a thought there to think that anybody i know could be learned i mean you know yeah i guess all look out for your friends if somebody's a bit quiet yeah then and do do you think for women it's probably a little bit easier i think for men it's actually harder because they don't really properly talk to each other about how they feel male mental health is something that's a a real problem because it isn't talked about no um so sorry my stomach's (laughs) absolutely nuts this is (laughs) Too long. You need to eat. Do you want to nibble on a four or five rehydration tablet? Do you want to nibble on a hydration tablet? I've had my hydration tablets. Um, I don't have anything else. There's probably some horrible protein bar in the cupboard somewhere in the gym that I will not recommend. Go ahead. Oh, we do not support heads. I see those or Belvitas. We see this. I threw it in the bin last time. So, what are some of the things that we could do to increase our positive relationships and our health and longevity? So, I think I think sometimes it's quite easy to turn. You know, life's busy, particularly mm. when you have children. You're working. You, it, life is full. It is quite easy, and I'm definitely guilty of it sometimes. Just turning down yeah. invites. Or Which saying that you'll meet to that other person. Yeah, actually, that's what I was going to say. You'll meet with yeah. somebody and then like, oh, sorry, I can't do that. Or, or yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got quite a bit. I see people all the time. I'm with people all the time, so yeah. I'm not feeling the lack of those social yeah. connections. But yeah, there are times when I'm asked to go out for drinks or dinner with friends. And yeah. And thoughtlessly, I've not thought about. I've thought, oh yeah. I'm too busy. I'm too or busy. I've and, got this and actually, going on. maybe that could be. Maybe they're reaching <sighs> out. Yeah, because they need it yeah. rather than you need it. So maybe yeah. be more thoughtful of that. I definitely will be actually. I, yeah. Um, oh, my gran. I know. My gran's got a good social network. Oh. Actually, she's in her nineties. <laughs> she's got a lot of grandchildren oh, and a lot of children that that go around and see her. But yeah, maybe that's why she has lived so long because she has. Got well, a great yeah. Maybe this of, is it. Yeah. Yeah. So is that going to be the biohack of the week this week? So I think so, try and yeah. get out a little bit more. Either reach out to somebody who you think might need it. Yeah. Um, check in with friends, even yeah. if it's just a text message. Don't turn down um, those invites. And if you get an invitation, maybe think, why am I turning it down? Is it because I'm thinking about myself, or should I be really giving this person a little bit of? Yeah. of my time to support them absolutely accept yeah. the invites i think that should be the yes. biohack of the week because we are the all guilty of turning them down so <clears throat> accept the invites 
biohack of the week. Um, I feel there should be a disclaimer, which you're very yes. good at. So okay. I will put my telephone <laughs> voice on. The disclaimer this week is mental health issues are so incredibly serious, so serious. Um, and so if you have any feelings at all of loneliness, sadness, depression, anything at all, nothing's too small or too silly, seek some professional help. Um, and if you can't get some professional help, then seek some help from a friend who then will hopefully be able to then take you and get you some professional help. Yeah. But take that first step if you've got any concerns. Brilliant. Cool. Thanks for listening. Sorry there were no protein jokes this week. It was a little bit inappropriate, but I'll oh, I'm going to bring it to the table next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking I'm not sure we could bring yeah. it in there. Maybe with some of your friendships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thanks for listening. Bye. Biohacking can be a powerful tool for optimising physical and mental performance, improving overall health and enhancing quality of life. However, it is important to approach biohacking with caution and consult with a healthcare professional before making any significant changes to your lifestyle or using any new supplements or technologies. Or use your own discernment like we do. Um, we aren't health professionals. This is a personal journey where we are sharing tips that we find useful.